morning, Eddie. Happy Friday. Annie, happy Friday. I am very happy. Why? <laughs> yeah, that was like podcasting. Like I'm supposed to say like a thing and then you... <laughs> that yeah. was incredible. You said I'm very happy and then that's all you said. I know, but what was funny... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that made me happy is because I was like, oh, okay, I'm bantering. I'm not going to. And so the assumption there was you would be, you would say like, why? I but did. I just, wh- but why didn't I just keep talking? Why didn't <laughs> I just say? Why didn't you answer when I said why, when I did the exact banter you were expecting? Because it was like, it was like delayed. And I was like, <laughs> have I, have I said something? Have I upset her? I'm, listen, wow. I just love fall. It's cooling down a little bit and it just makes me very happy. Okay. And that's all I want. That, that's the whole reason. It just, it's very nice. Great. So this was, what a that super whole thing. weird start. I don't, I don't make any apologies. <laughs> you and I, starting this show is like starting an old, like model T it car. It is, and it doesn't like, have to be, but it always is. Do we want to try again? But like, let's really dial in because we're both no, no, professional no, no, podcasters. No, let's not. It's it, we already we already have warned everyone that we are not actually recording on Friday, so it's not going to feel like Friday to us. It is to everybody no. else. Happy Friday! No, but that's we right. because of travel, we are pre-recording this week earlier than Friday. So let's just keep going. You said you had uh, a list, and I'm ready. I do. I have things to talk about. Okay. Uh, first thing. Brienne brought to our attention something amazing. And by amazing, I mean not that amazing, but I thought it was cool. So you just recently remodeled your porch. I did. Put up yeah. pictures of it. Yeah. Right? And uh, I feel like I'm building this up too much. The reveal is going to be not that great, but I'm going to keep building it up. And to my surprise, I'm looking at your porch and there are two... It's not a love seat. What's it called when one person sits in it? Just a, a chair? chair? Yeah, it's just, just called a chair. <laughs> okay. You know what? <laughs> a lot of people want to do going, a show with me. A and single, I'm, so, okay, let me get this right. Two people is a love seat. Three people is a couch. And one person is just called a chair? Okay. But is a love seat a sofa? Oh, also? is a love seat a sofa? I don't know. I would say a couch is a sofa. Is so it's a love seat a sofa? Or is I know its own a sofa category. doesn't have to be a love seat, but is a is sofa the bigger umbrella? Uh, right, a over sofa, couch, and love seat. Correct. That's oh, is wow. what I'm asking. Because wow. a sofa or a couch, depending on what part of the country you're from, it can be a huge sectional thing. I mean, it can be Gosh, a whole certainly 80s leather, you know, big L with multiple chairs and cup holders that's still yeah. a couch sofa but a love seat i believe is just a sofa that only seats two wow okay actually i just googled it okay uh this is from overstock this is how overstock defines a sofa and a couch okay uh well multiple people do a sofa is defined as an mm-hmm. upholstered bench with cushions two arms and space for several people to sit Okay. So sofa Several. is the overarching category. Did you, did you almost say overarching? I struggle with it every time. Me every too. Time. I never I know whether to say never... arching or arcing. I struggle with that. I've got a couple of verbal ticks that I have heard myself doing lately, but keep going. Okay. Yep. So, so sofa is the category. What is it in in animals? Is it the like, <laughs> you know, they have the different like family uh, genius. Uh, genius. No, <laughs> pl- <laughs> please excuse my, 
No, no, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Isn't that Phyla, Phylum Kingdom? No, no, no. Excuse my dear. No, no, that's a different acronym. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what King, please excuse my King, dear. King Philip. It's something like King Philip something from Great Spain. Yeah. So Kingdom Phylum. Yeah, yeah that. Anyhow. The sofa is the top. Under the sofa are love seats, couches, sectionals. Anything uh, that has an upholstered seat, two arms, and seats multiple people is under the category of sofa. Okay. And then if it's one person, it's just a chair. It's just a chair. Is the overarching Yeah, it's just a overarching chair. There isn't term. anything then, under chair. It's just a chair. Yeah. No, there's like recliners. There's types of chairs. There's Oh, I re- you know, I, re- I apologize. I stand corrected. You're right. Dutch You're modern right. whatever. There's wow. millions of kinds of chair. Yeah. Here's here's Uh what you spent four minutes telling us is something about my porch and your life involving the chairs. So we have the same chairs. We have the same chairs. Yeah, and I've never (laughs) seen these chairs anywhere ever. And we dug deep for them on the Target website. Oh, is that where they're from? Yeah. Oh well, that's this is this is way less of a thing than I thought it was. Mm -hmm. We we just have the same Target chairs. Yeah, we have the same Target chairs. Which cool. is still hey, cool. I'm worried about your co- coughing, choking. Are you okay right now? Do you need a second? That was me laughing, I, I think. Yeah, no, I'm fine. I don't have any okay. gills in my throat. I don't know what I'd do if you decided to leave the show for a second and I just had mm. to ban- uh, to riff, but... Um, Everyone listening knows that you know exactly what to do. None of us are worried that you couldn't hold this without me. I know you could. Like, everybody, it's finally time to talk about, and then I just... Yes. Let me deep. go deeper into sofas versus love seats. Yeah. Like we to, know exactly yeah. what would happen. I'd like to finally talk about what I've been learning about router bits that I feel uh, like I haven't had You know what I love about our Target it. chairs is they're very... Uh, the cushions are very... Uh, firm. Uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? I I like it. I like that they're not as like you can't squish into them as much. They like it feels like oh these chairs are going to last me for a while. Here's what I like about that point. To that point, I feel like an outdoor cushion should be a more firm cushion because if there's a big soft fluffy outdoor sofa chair, I'm like this is holding on to a lot of secrets. A lot of moisture. Of it. <laughs> bugs crickets moisture mold (laughs) like you cannot make an outdoor big it's not supposed to work in the outdoors you're supposed to have a wooden adirondack chair Mm. some sort of metal chair yeah are y'all faithful about bringing them in i'm not very good about bringing in my outdoor cushions one million percent no we have nowhere to bring them into it would if we brought them in it would i mean i guess during hurricanes and stuff. But also, we, we've we had these for a while, and this is their last stop. And so they went from, sure. I think we were more faithful in the old house when we first got them, and it was like part of a thing. Now that it's like thrown on a back porch, it's like, sure. all right, we're going to we're gonna sit down and have our little ice cream back there, but then yeah. we're not going to really worry about it. Go ahead and do yeah, your That's not kiwi my crate. story. Yeah, mine's yeah. very, um, go ahead and do your kiwi crate. Yeah, mm-hmm. mine is, I still am, you know, I've had them for a week, so they're still pretty oh no nice. this is and i won't rebring i just am I, also my porch is all the way covered like even yes. my rug that's my peanut butter cow rug even my rug when the when i was taking it i wasn't taking it i purchased it when i was leaving the store with it the guy said now in the winter bring it in so it's not it doesn't deal with the elements and i was like brah this isn't gonna get touched at all this is just on yeah. the ground on a covered porch you don't have to worry about nothing this is decorative homie yeah yeah i I'm would leave also- this outside all year long <laughs> 
I also love the idea that of the things you would ever steal, it would be the most awkward <laughs> thing to steal, which is a rug. Right. right. You're not right. stealing a pack of baseball cards, no. you know, at the, from the 7-Eleven as a kid. You're running out of there and there's a big floppy rug. You're having to ask yeah, an employee yeah, yeah. for help. You're like, listen, you and me just got to get out I'm just going to borrow this. <laughs> it's a Godfather reference yeah. too. They stole a rug. Oh, I didn't know that. All I know is go to the mattresses. Have you ever watched We've The Godfather? We've talked about this. No, but I've watched You've Got Mail, which quotes The Godfather. Oh, right. Lot. We talked about this like 19 minutes ago. I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. we just talked. Yeah. I do want you to watch The Godfather, though. Um, No, thanks. Just not interested. That doesn't seem to. No. Okay. Why? Why? I don't have any reason to. I'm not, I'm not really into the mob thing. Mm-hmm. I don't find that very interesting. I'm none of those actors are very um, a draw to me, even though they're all very good actors. It's just yeah. that's not how I want to use because there's like a lot of them, right? Well, there's three and you really don't. The third one is not that great. So there's one and two. So yeah. it's but they're like arguably Godfather 2 is kind of switches around on the top, but it's like one of the top four movies ever created. I'll stick with but, arguably. So, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But, okay. I understand this. This is a very, this is always a very interesting thing to just be like, no, no, I don't want to do it. I like that because I don't have, <laughs> I don't have that reflex. Well, I mean, it, I, I have an, a thing that is true about me is I'm always probably going to end up more gray and you're probably going to end up more black and white. So you're like, it's one of the four best movies of all time. And I'm like, well, says who? And who made that guy decide that that was true? What if I decide it's the bottom four? Then it's the bottom four, arguably. Right? So I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> so you don't you don't pay attention to critics? Well, I mean, sure, but not all of them have said that. Man, I, I am you can just tell that I am completely lost right now on how to fully respond to this. <laughs> But I kind of, I think I, I'm not sure if it's a quality in you that I think is fantastic and I'm a little jealous of. Or terrible. Or terrible because you're missing out on stuff. I think it's the first one though. Because well, I'm like, I, what's I, the big deal? Your life seems to be going very well and you've yeah. never seen The Godfather. So well, big deal. I would say the same to you about Dollywood. Have you been to Dollywood? Uh, Yeah. And did you love it? Yeah. Oh, I thought you hadn't been before. Well, then this. I went, well, I mean, I was in like kindergarten. No, no, no. I said kindergarten. I was like middle school or high school. Oh, yeah. So I have no adult recollection, but I'm all into going to Dollywood. Oh, great. We, we should go to we, Dollywood. We very, we our family very much wants to go to Dollywood. Yeah. Okay. We listen to a lot of Dolly. We Maybe we go are, at Christmas. Annie. Do we go at Christmas? To, okay. What people don't know is, and I'm not going to tell all of our plans, but the Coffolds family is going on a little road trip. We are going to get to see... Part, a big part of the road trip is we were going to get to stop and see Miss Annie of Towns. <laughs> yeah. And we've got like a time. We're like, what are we going to do? Yeah, sure. Um, Annie, I've heard Dollywood around Christmas is magical. It's I want to be good magical. because we will have been a car a lot. And I want the time to be about seeing you. And we really want to see well, you. I wonder if if I get in the car with you all and we go to Dollywood. And then me and the girls are in the back seat, just living our best. And you're driving us to Dollywood. How far is Dollywood from? Two uh, and Nashville? a half, three, two and a half. 
Three? Just you're we're on a Huffle's Downs family adventure. Ah, I don't know. I don't hate it. We can at least consider. I really we'll like this as it. an idea. Yeah, I do. Okay. Too. All that to say, thank you for offering The Godfather. And I do believe critics. I just am I just don't always agree with them. And mm-hmm. therefore I you know, if if there yes. were ten critics that all said the exact same thing, maybe. Maybe I'd listen. Maybe. <laughs> oh, well, in the case of The Godfather, there are, I would say, infinity number of critics who well, have said the same thing. That's not true. It's not but infinity. a lot. Infinity yeah. minus a couple. What are we in fourth grade? Infinity yeah. plus one. <laughs> you, can never, you can never beat that. Infinity plus one. Uh, but see, what tends to happen is you find all the critics who say what you want to hear, which is that that's, okay. the, best, that, that's the best movie. So... I understand the concept of echo chambers. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not accusing you of being an echo chamber. I'm just, especially not about important things. But the, yeah, there's argument on a lot of movies, a lot <laughs> of movies, right? including movies that are beloved, like Star Wars. I would argue that I don't know that it, that they are great movies. I think that they, I like them a lot. I think some people think they're great. I think there's a strong argument to be made that they are campy and too silly and not actually that awesome. Sure. So I do not think it is a godfather. There is no there is there doesn't seem to be. I've never seen anything that's like this is not the best piece. This is the Godfather 2 specifically. This is the pinnacle of cinema. But at the same time, if you don't like it and you're not into it, (laughs) what's the like, even if you watch it and you're like, Yeah. yeah, that's as good as that is as good as the art form has been able to produce. Yeah. Right. Who? Your life's, everything's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, so far of what I know, I would say that's true of the Kira Knightley Pride and Prejudice. There's no higher form of, of cinema. Right. So people ask me what favorite comedy is. I'm like, I'm going to fail you on this because it's just so, is subjective the word? Yes. Yes. Subjective. Subjective. Like what I think is the funniest. I know you're not going to enjoy. I just read some of your Twitter feed. I know jokes you think are funny. We're not going to be on the same page. But that doesn't Mm. mean it's not funny or that is the funniest. But that is, I mean, Annie, that is, you know, what am I? That's a decade's worth of counseling right there. Sure. I was about to say, I feel bad because I feel like I went a little hard on you about not wanting to watch The Godfather and not listening to critics. I just am not a huge fan of of the because I feel like the Internet doesn't always tell me the truth. Truth. So if no, you I Google get it, best movie of all time, I don't know. Do you, I do have we talked about that? I, who listen to I, critics, I guess. Nah, maybe. But I also have a massive fear of missing a thing. Mm. Like we went to Greece on vacation years ago. Yeah. And when I was there, I thought I'm never going anywhere else. I'm just going to come back here every single time we ever get the opportunity to go on sure. a vacation. Sure. But I can't go back there because that means I'm missing something else. It means I'm not seeing Tokyo. Yeah. I mean, right. It, so I have this, I have huge like FOMO with things. And so the idea that you wouldn't watch The Godfather doesn't bother me on a cinema level. It's more of like, how can you live knowing that there's a thing <laughs> that's probably available streaming right now somewhere on one of the boxes that's connected to one of the things. One of the dumb things I pay for, I'm sure. Yes. Gotta be. I'm sure yeah. it's on Disney Plus front page. <laughs> well, we should know since we have a family Disney Plus. We have a family Disney Plus. <laughs> it is one of the ways that our family is just gently merging. That's same right. porch. We're like hey, five old mouse twins in American Disney. Tale. Oh. We're both 
we're both sitting on the we're both sitting on we the back porch penguins. chairs <laughs> wondering right. like hey hey are we hanging out together right now we're both sitting on the same chair we're both watching disney we're, we're both on the same Somewhere chairs out there. watching disney plus <laughs> Can you imagine a music video of me and Lucy singing somewhere out there? She would be great at it. Oh, it'd be the most darling little thing oh, in the world. Sure. Um, hey, it. you brought it up for a second ago, and I want to circle back around because I have my oh, I counseling it. appointment today. Oh. Um, yes, about how much we love counseling. You believe in it. I believe in it. You have a degree yeah. in it. I do. And just think it's so incredibly important. Cannot overstate the importance of allowing yourself the process of doing counseling, but it can be hard, right? Yeah. There's like barriers to it because one, we're still trying to not go outside. Two, it can be a little bit uncomfortable. Right. Honestly, some, I mean, it's just true talk. It can be a little uncomfortable sometimes just like doing the thing, sitting there, making the appointment in the waiting room. But I love that we like have the opportunity to partner with BetterHelp because they just have broken down so many of these barriers and it makes counseling so much more accessible than it has ever been. Yeah, one of the things that people say to me a lot is I'll get mm, tweets or comments on my Instagram of like, how do I even find my counselor? How do yeah. I find the right one? And that's what I love about BetterHelp too, is you start communicating with a counselor in under 24 hours. It's not like self-help, it's actual professional counseling. And you can send a message to your counselor anytime, which is not my situation. <laughs> that is not what I can do with my counselor. <laughs> You're like, actually, can my counselor get on BetterHelp? Because <laughs> yeah, that would be period. kind of amazing. Yeah, there are licensed professional counselors at BetterHelp who are specializing in depression or stress or anxiety, all things that I hear people talk about pretty frequently right now. Relationships, sleeping, trauma, grief, self-esteem, really all of it. And anything you share is confidential, which I think is super, super important. Yeah. And financially, it's available if that's a thing, too. I yeah. know people have lost jobs, but it's just so important to just dive in there. I would just get a hold of them. Um, if you want to start living happier today, like really, truly mean that as a listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash keep talking. And you can join the over 1 million people that like that number makes me happy a million people are like doing this who have just taken charge of their mental health again that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash keep talking i'm Love really them. gonna talk to my counselor about why i don't want to watch the godfather why i don't want to believe um critics i feel it I get, me. <laughs> yeah but maybe your counselor is also gonna be like uh tell your dumb friend not to worry about it like, it's, it's <laughs> I've seen it. I can just pretend people are shooting at each other for two hours. So you're fine. Anyhow, let's get back to the um, issue. But I, you know what I did finish last night? What? Mad yeah. Men. Finished it. Wow. 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 It is not want... for all ages. It is not for all people. I didn't oh. love every episode. But oh, no, no, no. Man, what no. an interesting. I'm, I can, uh, my, for my personal life, I find that. AMC kind of shows like that the level below HBO Showtime are usually a good level yeah. for me. Um, and I, man, like Hell on Wheels, The Sun, all those. And man, I mm -hmm. I liked Mad Men. I, I get it now. I get what everybody loved about it all those years. Can you tell me what you liked about it? I really like, I think we may have knocked on this door a little bit when we started talking about it a couple, uh, two shows ago. I liked seeing the 60s, the end of the 50s and the 60s. The show goes from like 1959 to 72-ish or something like that. And I really liked seeing what my grandparents and my parents were like as mm. my grandparents being the grownups and my parents being kids. 
I talked about that with Mr. and Miss F Downs when I saw them a yeah, couple weekends yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. I liked that. I really, um, I think advertising is fascinating. And and I didn't know this before I watched, but Mad Men is about Madison Avenue in New York. And so yeah. it was. it's an advertising, it's multiple advertising agencies. So I thought how they come up with ads was really interesting. I, um, I liked seeing how char- the characters developed really well, I thought. And like there was a lot of growth to them. And yet (laughs) there are some like Don Draper, who at the end, you kind of go. I'm quoting my friend Wes, who said this to me last night. You're still just a big child. You're still just a big child. And the irony is that he treats Betty the way that most people view him. Who is his ex-wife? Yeah. Oh, yes. boy. Well, I'm sorry, everyone. Wife. <laughs> uh, it's been off the air for quite a while yeah, yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, We're not yeah. going to give massive spoilers, <laughs> but sometimes I will quote Mad Men in a very, very awful context. Yeah. To, and I'll just look at Brian. Like, sometimes I feel like I'm just talking to a little girl. <laughs> you know, he says that to Betty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, the yeah. worst husband. Yeah, he's period. a terrible husband. He's not a great I mean, I, dad. He's a terrible husband. And that's what I love about the show. Not that he's not great, but the fact that the psychology of that show is airtight. You, What is happening to the characters and the way they respond and the way their life works out is actually the way it would happen. Like, yes. Like and you want to be like, Don, get in counseling, man. You had a really bad childhood. Horrific childhood. And it's childhood. playing out all over us. <laughs> Right. And he's responding and living in the ways that exactly like Mm -hmm. that kind of woundedness would happen. Yeah. But also finding the significance in his advertising career exactly in the way you would like. It's just a perfect character study to me, to everybody, even minor characters that aren't minor, but even the arc of uh, Joni. um, Yes. Oh, Joan. Right, Love because she starts her. the show as just like the the sassy secretary, but then over the years you get deeper into her story, and you're like, "Oh man, what they don't tell us about her family, what we learn about her personal life, mm-hmm. that's exactly how it's playing out for her." Mm-hmm. And 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 so with all of them, with Roger, with Pete Campbell, with all of the different characters, there's just not a bow around them all. Any the of show them. does the show does not end like. Like Friday Night Lights, where it's sort of like, okay, yes, well, everything's wrapped up. And the good news about that (laughs) Mm -hmm. is none of our lives wrap up like shows do. Right. Right. And so everybody watches shows like Friday Night Lights, and we get this sense of peace in our soul when it ends. Or I'm trying to think of another show. Friends did that for us. New Girl did that for us. Like gave us a kind of decent ending that made you go like, and even Seinfeld had an ending that was weird, yeah. but it was a, it was a proper ending. That is not how life works. That's not how relationships work. That's not how, I mean, right. none of it ties up. I I do not have a story in my life that tied up super neat and clean in a way that is permanent. And, right. and yet we look at, we look at entertainment and entertainment does that. And so that puts an expectation on real life that isn't true. We expect life to imitate art and, and Mad Men does a really fine job of art imitating life. Right. And so you have to be in the mood for that kind of show. You have to be, because I, I also like the tidy, happy ending. Oh, kind of me too. Love them. I mean, yeah. what, what's, a, what's the show that we've talked about before the, where they make cakes? Great uh, British Baking Show. British, yep. 
break off baking yes. show. I said British. <laughs> that is break. not it. British, 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 British Bake Off, yeah. It's back on. Like a, but they're releasing and that's a we're it's a totally different genre, obviously, but we like it because we know exactly what to expect. We see things that yeah. are tasty, people make jokes, and at the end, even the person that loses gets big hugs and they yeah. go on camera and say, I never thought I'd make it this far. I'm actually really this proud of myself. This was the best experience of my life. Oh, your English accent <laughs> is very dainty. Yeah, of course. I'm I'm very posh. I wouldn't I'm not like yeah, I'm not Adele. Well, I'm Paul. Why is it? <laughs> why isn't people do English accents? There, they go higher. Uh, because I think English people sound that way. We're right, right, right. I always do like Boulder Dash. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that, I mean, when I lived in Scotland, the kids laugh. I was yeah. by far the loudest person we knew. I mean, by miles, there was no one like me in our community in Scotland in Edinburgh. And so I just don't think people, I, I don't know that British people are as uh, gruff as I am. Yeah, I mean, you're do you not know, I, I kind of broke my nose last night. Have we talked about this? I mean, I just uh. am like a bull in a china shop all the time. And British people are so much better humans than that. Maybe, but also. <laughs> they also if play rugby, anything, I guess so. If there's anything I learned from John Oliver, it's that, that the British are he says that they're always repressing all of those feelings that they kind of oh. wish they could do it. I don't know if that's true and I have no data for that, but I always <laughs> think it's funny the way he explains it, that actually we're all just the same. It's just not okay to be as out loud. Uh. So they just, he always just makes jokes about how he's just yeah. stuff it all inside. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. how'd you almost break your nose, Annie? <laughs> You're going to love like, this. I, I was ready. We were supposed to FaceTime me and the gals, your gals last mm -hmm. night, but it didn't work out and mm -hmm. i was real ready to show y'all i this is this is fascinating okay i was messing with my ring light so vanity vanity and i pulled on a part of it and another part swung out oh, no. and hit me right in the nose i kind of have two black eyes eddie it's very mm. britishly dainty it's not like it doesn't look like i had nose surgery but I had to put a lot of makeup on today to cover up the dark circles under my eyes. And it's not because I'm tired. It's because I'm you vain. really hit yourself with a ring light. Oh, you should see. I mean, I always have a little bit of a witch's bump because I got hit in the nose with a softball my senior year of high school. But I mean, it is. What is a witch's bump? I've never know. heard that word. Well, can you imagine no. it? When is I say like a, a witch's thing? bump on my nose? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I always have kind of at the top, at like the very top of my nose, I have a bump. and But it is like three times bigger than normal this morning because of your ring light yeah. if that's not one of the more 2020 in I mean, injuries right what a i mean what a vain injury because a year ago i used to get made fun of for having a ring light and now by me every probably. person i work no uh yeah but just in general like right. when i would be in an ijm meeting and people would oh your lighting looks good and you know they're like giving you the wink like yeah we know you're trying and yeah. now everybody's lighting looks spectacular yeah. because well, we're all just trying we're to all make just eye doing contact. it. That's right. Yes. And, um, and my, I vanity is reason number one. Reason number two is when I do mini BFF book club on Monday nights for yeah. the, so I've been doing it for six months. The words are always backwards for the kids because of the way Instagram works. When I use a, um, the oh. way I was putting my camera up, but I got a ring light because then I can spin the camera around and hold the book differently so that they can see the words correctly. And I've just felt uh -oh. a little, a little, the teacher in me has felt a little convicted that I haven't been showing them the words while I'm reading it. So that was my reason number two 
was I wanted a better way to do mini BFF book club, but I busted myself in the face with it. So there we go. Hey, I, I got to say, I was looking at old videos of the kids the other day and there's one of them in the bathtub and they're doing or not a bathtub. Oh, but there was like a little bathtub book and they knew every word to it, but it's uh -huh. because you spin the words around. So it really is important. Yeah, I, yeah I think they, it's so good. It's really important for kids to see the words you're reading. Yes. Can As kids rewatch can. these videos? Yeah, I have them on my IGTV. We didn't for a long time because we were trying to be careful with publishers and all that kind of stuff and not. But yeah. now that my friends have started sending me their books to read uh, of like, uh, will you please read this at Mini BFF Book Club? No, that's I'm like, cool. Yeah, I'm going to leave this up because <laughs> no, you're asking kids. me to do that. So I'm going to leave it up. I bet that there are so many kids that watched you do it once and then ask for it again. Like when a kid yeah. latches into a thing, especially a someone reading them a book. I mean, you just they never let go. And so that's yeah. really cool that they can go and access that over and over again. Yeah. Do you like doing mini BFF book club? Oh, it just yeah, it's one of these funny things that I don't know that it's it's obviously not like an income stream for our company. It is not a um, it takes up time on my Monday nights every week when yeah. it's dinner time. I mean, it is it's not the most convenient or the thing that someone would look at like the big scope of my career and go, you know what you really should do is that, <laughs> but yeah. man, it brings me so much joy. And it, I mean, kids are real sweet. We get letters a lot and you know, 15,000 phones watch every week. And so that's a, if there's two kids at every phone, that is a lot of kids I get to read to. So it's also just such a privilege that, oh, you know, gosh. I would imagine like it's one thing to get someone to listen to this podcast, an adult on a walk. And that's a big deal. Like we hear constantly that people are like, you're part of my Tuesday, Friday morning routine. And yeah. it's such a privilege. But I know the investment of getting my children into a thing yeah, or like the trust. Actually, the investment wasn't the right word, the trust. And so to be able to speak to people's children and to have them say like, yes, you can go ahead and yeah. occupy them for not occupy them, but yeah, you have, you get their brains and ears and eyes for yeah. a couple minutes. Yeah. That's a huge, that is just such a big privilege. I feel it. Yeah. I absolutely feel it. I'm so thankful. So did you say 15,000 people? Yeah. 15,000 phones is what we normally have. And most pictures oh, we Lord. get are more than one kid at the phone. So, yeah, I mean, I, my guesstimate is I read to like 20,000 kids every Monday. Is that not unbelievable? Have we talked about this? Because the like <laughs> old school teacher in me could just cry yeah. at the idea of leaving that job and leaving that part of that job of reading yeah. aloud to my students. And uh, the Lord was like, hang on just a decade and watch me yeah. give you, you aren't reading to 30 kids. You're reading to 15,000 phones uh, or 15,000 devices. I mean, it is just, it is absolutely wild. It is such well, a that, it's a that's a deep magic reading to an elementary yeah. or younger kid. I, I mean, I remember I could take you to my desk. I could tell you the yeah. snack I was eating when Mrs. Sutter was reading uh, where the red fern grows to our class. Yes. And and I just remember just being blown away because I was watching the whole thing and I was like, but I can't see her. I can't mm -hmm. see it, but I'm watching it all. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, you just unlocked books for me. Yeah. And the one and, I read last night, Eddie, yeah. It, yeah. the main character is a child with Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. And so then you get to have this conversation with all these kids about how we're all different and how that's really special. Because in the in the book, it's called Thoughtful. In the book, the um, main character has Down syndrome and his buddy hears other kids making fun of him. And then his buddy goes on to explain all the great things about this kid. 
Oh and God. it is. I mean, Goodbye. and so then and then there's like there's a couple of kids in the book that are in wheelchairs. And then I see someone comment, Crazy Annie, I'm in a wheelchair, too. And then right. another one says, Crazy Annie, my, they all call me Crazy Annie. My sister has Down syndrome. And you just go like, how, how, how do I? I can't read these comments and not just tear up that, that these kids are feeling seen by the illustrator and by the author. And I just get to show them the book. You know, I mean, it is. Right. It is well, so this is, special. This is the, the thing that representation matters. Yeah. Right. It, do, it does to be seen or to be seen and known, even yeah. if it's not a book about directly dealing with sure, you know, sure, sure. representation. Just it's just like, yep. right. Here's a character that just happens to be, we just watched a show and the main character, uh, was, you know, used a walker and had, there was something physical about, but it was not yeah. a part of the show. And I thought, and the guy was just a rad actor who yeah. nailed the part. And you thought, well, there it is. That's yes. just pure, lovely. Like we we're all in this, big soup together yep. moment. That's what, and and it, that before yeah. I, I don't read the book before I read it to the kids. And it's How like, how do you do that? Uh, because I don't want to know. I want to be as surprised as they are, you know, oh. when things happen. And so, but then the fun thing is it's on, even on the first page, this author and illustrator did such a great job of like, it's a classroom of second graders and they all look different. And so then I get mm. to say as the reader, like, Hey, hit the little heart on your, you know, cause they always will hit the little heart for yeah. me during a life. Yeah. Hit the heart. If you see a kid that looks like you. Yeah. And, and I don't get to uh, do that if the, if all the classroom is homogenous, you know? Oh, and so, man. um, it is, yeah, it is super fun. And then I get little videos and like, I told you we get mail, but like I got a video last week from a little guy named Joshua and he's like, Crazy Annie, thanks for the postcard. I love you. I miss you. <laughs> oh miss. It is like our whole team just falls apart when we see videos or get mail or whatever from many BFS. Oh, that is the dearest thing. That's the stuff, you know? right? I mean, the job will get done and we do a lot of things that are exactly on purpose and exactly on mission. But then there are things that we get to do under the umbrella of what we're called to that won't make us money, that won't, that are just bring joy and bring flourishing in the world. And I will make 20 minutes a week for that. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Oh. Anyhow, anyhow, well, we started out on we, the Godfather and ended up on I, I, children's books. The 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 spectrum from Godfather to Mad Men to reading to children yeah, could not be more. I not know uh, what to title this show. More. Oh, it went from the darkest and the most <laughs> bummeriest thing, literally the darkest movie and the darkest show, to the lightest thing in the world. Yeah. We'll figure out a good title for it. Yeah, we'll work it out. Um, yeah. All right, let's do it again on Tuesday. Yeah. All right, friends, have a great weekend. Wash your hands, and we'll see you back here on Tuesday. Bye, buddies. Bye.